0: Hey, everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of...
1: The Disney Drive Time Podcast.
0: How are you? I'm doing good. Good. You're enjoying a little pineapple and mango tea today from our new corporate sponsor, Whole Foods.
1: (laughs) It is from Whole Foods, but I don't think they gave us any money.
0: Well, you know, it's contingent upon how many uh, uh, new customers we bring them. Okay. Because they figure if we give them 10% of our customer (laughs) base goes to Whole Foods, that will be six new customers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they'll be paying us big.
0: Right. So what's going on in the Disney Parks blog?
1: All right. In the Disney Eats section, they have a recipe for plant-based potato flautas from the... Newest cookbook from Disney.
0: That's right. You know, there's nothing I enjoy more than a plant-based potato flauta. Yeah, I mean, um,
1: what? How? How could it not be a plant-based? It's a, it's potato.
0: That is true, uh, and that is a recipe from the Lamplight Lounge in Disney's California Adventure, and it's just one of 60 recipes you can get in Disney's new, uh, newest cookbook, Delicious Disney Disneyland Resort Recipes and Stories from the Happiest Place on Earth. If you want to make a Monte Cristo. Or a flauta, or perhaps even a Mickey-shaped apple mm. uh, dipped in chocolate. Yeah, uh, The recipes are there. Uh, this is out wherever books are sold. And uh, I think I purchased this one already. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Uh, and it goes to, you know, I will have made nothing out of those.
1: Just like the other ones. I have
0: a couple of recipes picked out, so maybe <laughs> for the holidays.
1: Are you going to make me chocolate-covered uh, cho- uh, caramel apples? Caramel apples? Chocolate-covered caramel apples. I will work on it. I would like that. Also from the Disney Eats section, the foodie guide to the holidays at Disney World.
0: That's right. Uh, The holidays are now in full swing because it's November 7th and um, there's all sorts of delicious holiday treats.
1: I'm going to have to sit down with this after the fact. And uh, and read every single one of them. That's right, because we
0: will be there in less than a month. Yeah,
1: I need to mark down all the treats that I want to get.
0: Especially since, you know, you're watching your food intake right now. So you're going to definitely want to prioritize your snacks.
1: (laughs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) Um,
0: Whereas me, I just don't care anymore. I've let myself go. Uh, There are plenty of good uh, desserts and treats available all across the resort. I kind of fell in love with the new eclairs that they have. And then I realized that they are... uh, stuffed with peppermint mousse, filled with peppermint mousse. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, that kind of was a big turnoff for me. I'm sure
1: you'll manage to find something that you like.
0: You know what I was like? I always like just a plain holiday cupcake.
1: Plain says it all.
0: Yeah. You know, I need a very plain dessert to go with my chicken
1: nuggets. Right. And mac and cheese. (laughs) I don't know. Mac and cheese might be too creamy for you. That's true. Uh, The Disney Ultimate Toy Drive has kicked off.
0: That's right. Disney, along with Toys for Tots and the United States Marine Corps, is uh, kicking off their ultimate toy drive today. You can go to shopdisney.com slash toy drive to donate online through December 24th. You can also donate an unwrap toy in person at any U.S. Disney Store location. I think there's about eight of them now. Right. Uh, Downtown Disney District at Disney Resort, uh, Disneyland Resort or in select locations at Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, you can make those donations in person through December 15th of 2023. This is the 75th year of uh, Disney's relationship with Toys for Tots. That began way back in 1947 when Walt and his team of animators designed the Toys for Tots logo. Uh, and that's still the logo that is in place today. Uh, In that time, the Toys for Tots Marines and volunteers have donated over 652 million toys to over 291 million children. Wow. Just last year alone, they donated 20, uh, I'm sorry, they distributed more than 24 million toys to nearly 10 million children, which was a record breaking year for the organization. That's awesome. So kudos to Disney for once again being involved.
1: There's also something from the Planned Disney Pocket Guide series. It's uh, from Mickey's Christmas Party. And even though I'm not a beginner, I'm still going to have to read through this whole thing to get some tips and tricks for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party.
0: That's right. The Planned Disney Pocket Guide is available on Instagram through the Plan Disney Panel and Disney Parks uh, accounts. And as Cheryl mentioned, they do have their new beginner's guide to the very merry Christmas party at Magic Kingdom. So if you're headed there this year, not a bad time to look at it. Right. If you're thinking about heading there, there's still time to buy tickets and still time to go. Although it is a little bit last minute.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's getting it's getting close, and diff- I'm sure there's going to be another story later in here. I don't know this for a fact, but I'm guessing there's going to be another story about another night that's sold out for the Christmas. Party. Actually,
0: you would be wrong. Really, we have not sold out any additional nights. Okay.
1: Well, if you want to join us, we're going to be there on December 3rd.
0: That's right. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll go through the pocket guide and maybe we'll learn something.
1: Perhaps. And we will bring that knowledge along to you.
0: That wraps up the news from the Disney Parks blog. So let's head on over to Disneyland.
1: Okay. The new musical arrangement for the Swiss Kapolka that plays in the reimagined Adventureland Treehouse has been revealed for Disneyland.
0: Oh, no. I don't know that I can tolerate a new musical arrangement. This is the Swiss Kapolka that I have known... For well over fifty years at right. this point, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have to uh, listen to it online to see if it's as catchy as the old version of the song.
1: Was the old version catchy?
0: Yes, really, very much so. Okay, um, it' pretty interesting. Uh, along with this story, uh, they have debuted a new ostrich animatronic uh, in the attraction. That's uh, weird. So there is an animatronic ostrich named Jane who now lives in the treehouse. She is Jane, the pet ostrich.
1: What? So if and you're gonna, is it supposed to be Swiss Family Robinson again?
0: Yes, it's, it's well, it's the... themed after Swiss Family Robinson. Was inspired the... by Swiss was Family Robinson. Was there an ostrich in that? i uh, it's been so long since I've seen that I couldn't. Or did tell they you. just
1: like have a random ostrich animatronic around and they figured they'd you know that's it probably <laughs>
0: it's probably out of uh, the old Splash Mountain there <laughs> right. might have been uh, an ostrich. <laughs> Anybody have a spare ostrich <laughs> laying around? Um, those are the things you hear behind the scenes in the the Imagineer's office, right? Um, But, uh, you know, the the treehouse opens this Friday on November 10th. So if you're going to be there, check out Jane the Ostrich. All right.
1: The Christmas tree has arrived on Main Street USA at Disneyland.
0: That's right. On November 7th, this is officially holiday decor story number 17 that we've uh, done over the past few weeks. Right. And it will continue all the way through Thanksgiving weekend.
1: Yes, as we have anticipated.
0: So as Cheryl mentioned, the Christmas tree has arrived on Main Street USA in Disneyland. Uh, It towers over all of the buildings there, and of course, it is resplendently decorated for Christmas.
1: Over at California Adventure, some new theming has been added to the Baymax and Hero meet-and-greet area.
0: That's right. They have added more theming. The area has only been open for a few months now. Uh, They've added a recycling bin.
1: It just looks like a bunch of, like, look like the corner of someone's garage. Is that what it's supposed to look like? Well, it's
0: supposed to be the workshop where the uh, Big Hero 6 team does all of their work. Okay. Uh, And inside the recycling bin are uh, spare wheels for Go-Go's HyperCycle. So that makes a little bit of sense. Yep. Um, They've also added some additional posters, uh, the San Francisco Tribune, uh, as well as some Big Hero 6 posters. So it's just jazzing up the area a little bit. Um, So... You know, it's it's,
1: it's adding jazzy. To the
0: jazzy. Now we're going to go all the way across the country over to Florida and see what's going on in Walt Disney World.
1: Well, there's not a whole lot going on with this story in the Magic Kingdom. Um, it's about the Tiana's ride that's opening up. They have added some new Tiana's food posters to the construction walls.
0: That's right. The construction walls previously have the logo of her Tiana's Foods uh, company on the walls, but they have now added Tiana's Foods posters. Um, that uh, advocate for turning neighbors into fine friends. Uh, Tiana's foods are family recipes, quality ingredients, and a dash of magic that turns neighbors into fine friends, uh, along with the coming soon sign. So it does play into the uh, food company motif that they are going with. The poster also includes illustration of various uh, ingredients, like spices, peppers, salt, flour, maybe a Tabasco sauce, um, so it's theming.
1: Wow. I love well, to theme those construction walls. I, I
0: mean, if we made a story out of a recycle bin going in for Baymax, then posters are, you know, right above that. I
1: guess. At the Magic Kingdom, they've debuted a new Christmas show called Frozen Holiday Surprise, which is a projection-based production that they show at Cinderella's Castle Nightly.
0: That's right. The Frozen Holiday Surprise is a seven-minute long show, and it's performed each, even- each evening at 6.15 p.m., Uh, and that's when the park is open for regular folks. And then if you're at the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you'll have an opportunity to see the show again at 8.15. During the course of the show, over 100 snowgies appear through projection technology with the help of Olaf, and uh, the castle also gets decorated with Happy Holidays, banner, garlands, and more. Um, So it is a very, uh, very Frozen-themed overlay this year, Mm -hmm. a projection overlay. So you'll also get to see Anna, Elsa, and Kristoff as part of the celebration, and then uh, it will end up with some uh, brief pyrotechniques and fireworks. Um, that's not the main fireworks show, right. but okay. it's part of the uh, projection show and multimedia as the tra- castle transforms into an ice palace like Elsa's. So that'll be a fun show, and we'll uh, bring back a report on December 6th.
1: Okay. I've just got very excited by this story. Uh, There is a full list of the complimentary treat locations for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I'm excited because I did not know I was going to get complimentary treats.
0: That's right. Uh, if you're attending Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which is a separately ticketed after-hours event in Magic Kingdom, you will be allowed free cookies and drinks. They are prepackaged cookies, so that's okay. kind of a downside. Mm. Um, but they're going to be available at Tomorrowland in, uh, at the Launching Pad and Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. In Fantasyland at Pinocchio Village House, Liberty Square in Columbia Harbor House, and in Adventureland at Tortuga's Tavern. Uh, They have not announced these specific cookies yet, uh, but in 2022, they had sugar cookies and eggnog. Oh, I
1: do sort of remember something like this where you waited in line and got your... They ran out of, I think, eggnog the Mm -hmm. year we went, which was, you know, probably five years ago.
0: Right. Uh, They also have uh, sugar cookies and apple cider. Um, they have allergy friendly cookies in some of the locations. So they do have a variety of cookies. It's not as fun as the cookie stroll over right. in Epcot.
1: Snicker uh, duties and
0: hot, and hot co- cocoa. Snicker duties. Snicker duties. <laughs> uh, frosted gingerbread cookies and hot cocoa. So those are just some of the options they had last year. Not sure if those same cookies will return this year.
1: Oh, chocolate chip cookies and hot cocoa. Yes. Yeah, so
0: we'll, oh, so uh, many
1: choices. Yeah, so Can't many wait. options to choose I have a feeling from. they're going to be pretty similar. I mean, there's only so many holiday-style cookies you can do. Right.
0: So as we pause between stories here, Cheryl is putting together her plan for which beverages... Uh, and cookies she wants to attack first.
1: got to go right to the eggnog because it's going to run out. All
0: right.
1: Uh, I'm less excited about this story, which is about the merchandise locations that are going to be open for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and for Dollywood Nights.
0: Over in Magic Kingdom, during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you will be able to purchase special event merchandise at either the Emporium or Star Traders. Of course, it includes Christmas-themed items such as apparel, drinkware, and trading items. Uh, over in Disney's uh, Hollywood Studios, you can purchase Hollywood uh, holiday merchandise for Jollywood Nights at uh, Mickey's of Hollywood, uh, also at Mickey's uh, Hollywood and Celebrity 5 and 10. And they have three different collections there. They have the Disney Classics Christmas Collection, the Disney Seasonal Foundation Collection, the Muppets Kermit Collection. And uh, I guess there are four. The uh, Tim Burton's <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas collection. All right. Uh, they have not mentioned that there is going to be any Disney Jollywood Nights branded specific merchandise. Mm. Uh, but you can purchase various holiday uh, apparel over there.
1: You and I need to get our like matching Christmas t-shirts together. Yes, we do. Wow. I hadn't even thought of that. Five Below doesn't do it anymore. No.
0: Yeah, they used to put out nice little t-shirts.
1: For $5. Right. Now we're going to have to
0: pay or more. Below. I know.
1: Disney has released more entertainment showtimes for their holiday offerings, this time for Jollywood Nights.
0: That's right, Disney Jollywood Nights, the Disney Holidays in Hollywood, which is a show hosted by Kermit and Miss Piggy. That mm-hmm. takes place in the Theater of the Stars, which is where the Beauty and the Beast stage show takes place during the day. Um, and that uh, features Mickey, Minnie, Tiana, and Belle. Those showtimes for that will be 8.45, 9.45, 45, and 11.45. What's this? Tim Burton's *The Nightmare Before Christmas* sing-along will take place at the Hyperion Theater, and it will allow guests to sing along with their favorite tunes from *Nightmare Before Christmas*. That will take place at 8:30, 9:30, 10:30, and 11:30. One of my favorites: <laughs> "Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam." <laughs> Uh, Is back and that will take place at twelve thirty a.m. So you want to stay up for that? That's going to be a late, uh, a late night.
1: So that's interesting because this is the first night for the first year for Jollywood Nights. What was Jingle Bell Jingle Bam a part of before? Uh,
0: It was just part of their holiday overlay
1: at Hollywood Hollywood Studios. Studios, Correct.
0: So Jingle Bell Jingle Bam uh, is a projection show that takes place on the Chinese Theater and the surrounding area, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Jollywood Nights itself is of course a separately ticketed adult-centric party that takes place on select nights from November 11th through December 20th. The hours for this party are 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m.
1: The list of attractions that are going to be open during Jollywood Nights has been released. What are they, Tony?
0: That's right. You can ride Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, Alien Swirling Saucers, Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Muppet Vision 3D, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, Star Tours, and Star Wars The Rise of Resistance, which will be offered in a virtual queue. All right. So that means that no standby line will be available. At 8 p.m. each night, the virtual queue will open up for Jollywood Night's guests. Uh, Guests can only request to enter the virtual queue once during the course of the evening. Mm -hmm. Uh, The rest of the rides are all standby, so that is fun. Uh, Of course, what is not available is the Frozen Sing-Along, the Indiana Jones Adventure Stunt Show. Any of the
1: shows, um, Beauty and the the Beast.
0: The Cars uh, experience that's down Mm -hmm. by Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, That is not available. And what else? Well, Beauty and, as the, as beast, and the Beast because they're using the stage for something else, right? Um,
1: any of the shows are never there. Right. Any of the um, meet and greets with the mm-hmm. what Disney Junior characters, right. all that kind of stuff. That's, that's right. none of that's there. And the Little Mermaid is still closed, right? Correct. So obviously not that's available. not running.
0: And Walt uh, One Man's Dream is not available. The walk through right. attraction. So the nice thing about any of these special events, whether it's Mickey and Minnie, um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, or Jollywood Nights. They are lower crowds than you'll get during the day. So the lines might not be as long as if you were in a regular park day.
1: And there's free snacks. What are the free snacks for um, Jollywood Nights? They, they have they not say? yet been released. <gasps> Boy, I wonder what they're
0: going to be. I will say, in all of my years, I've never seen you so excited about snacks before.
1: Free food is the best. I
0: I guess as long as you're not craving a cheeseburger, we're okay.
1: (laughs) That's true, yes. Cheeseburgers I did crave when I was pregnant, so we don't want any of that. No. Um, The Candy Cane Milkshake has returned to Hollywood Studios for the holiday season.
0: That's right, and that is not a free thing. That is not a part of Jollywood Nights. I just thought it would be nice to mention that they do have a Candy Cane Milkshake. It looks so good. Uh, It is piled high with goodies. It's $9.79, and not only do you get the Candy Cane Milkshake – But there's also a chocolate cake donut, mint donut icing, and candy cane sprinkles. So it's as though someone uh, put a donut life ring around the top of your drink.
1: That would be nice to share with someone, but I definitely could not get through that by myself. No. The Gideon's November cookie has been released. It is a pumpkin bread chocolate crumb cookie. It's a... Cookie filled with real pumpkin, house pumpkin spice blend, and a little bit of chocolate on the inside, and then a generous topping of pumpkin butter crumbs on top.
0: That's right. That cookie is available each day while supplies last, and they do have a limit of two per person. Uh, additionally, this month they have a new cake flavor, which is pumpkin chai spice cake. It's a uh, flavorful cake covered with a generous portion of addicting spice chai buttercream and topped with house made candied pumpkin seeds.
1: That sounds pretty good, actually.
0: And uh, they do, you know, I didn't know they actually had a cake slice schedule.
1: Oh. That no, based
0: no. on the day, it's when the, it determines what cake slices are available. Okay. So at both locations, because Gideon's also has a, a location in the East End mm-hmm. Market. Um, on Sundays, it's cookies and cream, carrot cake, and Valentina's cake. Monday is Andy's mint, Pipistrello's cake, and peanut butter and jelly. Tuesday is peanut butter cup, cinnamon roll, and red velvet cake. Wednesday is pumpkin chai, chocolate chip marshmallow, and cookie butter cake. Mm. Thursday is chocolate everything golden Oreo and Valentina's cake. Friday is chocolate churro, key lime cake, and rainbow crunch. Sunday is pumpkin chai, peanut butter Saturday. cup. And, I'm sorry, Saturday. You don't want to
1: get this screwed up, because if I go on Saturday to get my pumpkin chai, I don't want it to be the wrong day. That's
0: right. Saturday is pumpkin chai, peanut butter cup, and red velvet cake. They return for a second time during the week. Okay. Um, they also have candles available, uh, which I did not know, uh, but they are bringing back the pumpkin chai candle for uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Oh, don't you
1: feel like Lily needs that?
0: I do. Now, what uh, you didn't mention was that Gideon's, as part of the holiday treats (gasps) for November into December, has a special cookie.
1: Oh, I didn't know this.
0: That's right. Buckle up, sister, because here are the two special cookies that are available from November 24th through December 31st. It is the Kris Kringle cookie, which is a white chocolate coffee bean cookie with coconut, caramel, and vanilla bean notes Mm. topped with coarse sugar crystals and edible glitter, Okay. And then the Cookie Von Krampus oh, is yeah. a chocolate cookie with
1: mint. Yep, that's the one I so have to have. So those
0: are your two special Gideon cookies for the holiday season. I'm
1: going to need that one when we go in December. They started working on the gingerbread house at the Contemporary Resort.
0: That's right. Now that the Grand Floridians Gingerbread House is done, they are mentioning that the Disney con- Disney's Contemporary Resort is working on their gingerbread display. So it's not a house. Okay. Uh, it is a display that is set to open on November 10th. This year's display is a version of the castle with the small world background behind it. Cool. Kind of the small world from California that we're Mm -hmm. familiar with. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is a Mary Blair-inspired style. Okay. And it was designed by the Imagineering team and is inspired by the 100th anniversary celebration and does incorporate uh, a 100th anniversary logo in the center of the castle. The display itself is going to be over 17 feet tall. Using 612 pounds of sugar, 1,012 pounds of flour, 112 pounds of ginger uh, gingerbread spice, there are over 4,000 castle gingerbread b- bricks and 12 sprinklings of magic pixie dust. They also have 12 hidden five-legged goats in the display. So uh, that is fun. Much like the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian, right. you can make purchases while you're there. Of course. Uh, you can purchase a gingerbread castle brick. You can do a paint-your-own-cookie box hot chocolate caramel fudge, uh, chocolate peppermint cookie, pistachio linzer cookie, a five-legged goat cookie, a gluten or wheat-friendly gingerbread cookie, gingerbread latte cupcake, Christmas tree butter cookie, frozen hot chocolate, also available with peppermint schnapps, and a frozen apple cider, also available with fireball cinnamon whiskey floater. Nice. So that is the deal. And do you know what the significance of the five-legged goat cookie is?
1: Uh, The five-legged goat is on the mural in the Contemporary, right? That's right. right.
0: It's in the Grand Concourse of the Contemporary Resort, and it's to show uh, the imperfection of things. So uh, that's the five-legged goat.
1: Very nice. A new outdoor movie screen has been installed at the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground.
0: That's right. It's a brand new outdoor permanent screen in the Movies Under the Stars viewing area. Uh, they have set up a whole bunch of metal benches as well as a screen. Now this is nice because they do movies under the stars at most of the resorts right. in the evening when the weather is nice. Uh, most of them are inflatable screens. Right. And there's usually no seating available. So it's very nice that they have created much uh, you know a, a little bit of an outdoor cinema. Uh, at the campground.
1: I like the idea of the permanent um, screen, Mm -hmm. but I don't really like the idea of the benches. No? It's nice at the resorts. It's just like a grassy area, and people bring like their blanket, and
0: I don't know. Or they sit on the ground. They sit on the
1: grass, yeah. I don't know. I always thought that was kind of nice, but everyone loves a cold metal bench. I guess.
0: (laughs) So now we head into entertainment news. We all know that this Friday is the opening of The Marvels, the latest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, starring Photon, Captain Marvel, and Ms. Marvel. Uh, and unfortunately, it is projected to have an opening box office lower than both Black Widow and The Eternals.
1: That's really not fair. They have It hasn't even come out yet.
0: It's not. Uh, and that will make it, if that does come true, that would make it one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's lowest opening weekend box office results domestically and worldwide. Uh, projections are right now that the Marvels will make between 50 to $60 million domestically and 80 million dollars overseas so 140 million for a marvel movie on its opening weekend is just not good um
1: well you'll be doing your part
0: you're going I, to see it twice i will i will do my part um it it will be available in imax uh, if you are an AMC movie uh, fan, they will have special Fleur Kitten Buckets and Cups. What's a Fleur Kitten? Uh, the Fleur Oh. The,
1: the Kitten. Yeah.
0: Um, it will be one of the MCU's shortest films at just one hour and 45 minutes long. So um, who knows? Uh, we'll get a review of it next week.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to see it until... Things, Probably next weekend. Yeah, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: And in Disney Plus news, uh, they have released the 2023 Doctor Who holiday special title. Uh, That is going to be on Disney Plus. And the holiday special episode is entitled The Church on Ruby Road, and it will debut on Christmas Day, December 25th. Uh, it will return a tradition of airing Doctor Who holiday specials on Christmas Day, although it's the first time they will have done so since 2017.
1: Good to have it back. Uh,
0: yes, exactly. And this is going to be the first episode with the 15th Doctor. All right. Um, so uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. They're saying that the new series with the 15th Doctor is going to be a good starting point. Uh, if you've never uh, watched any oh. Doctor Who before.
1: Interesting. Uh, okay. So they did
0: that about 15 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and they're getting ready to to do a soft reboot on the series again.
1: Nice.
0: And in business news, Disney actually has a new CFO starting on December 4th, which will be there. We're leaving uh, oh my that day. Maybe say? we'll get a chance to say hello. I
1: hope nothing goes awry.
0: Um, Hugh, Johnson, Hugh Johnston is a 34-year veteran of PepsiCo, Uh, And he will be entering Disney as their new CFO. Uh, We all know that Christine McCarthy exited Disney in July. um, And as I mentioned, he will be starting on December 4th. He will report directly to Bob Iger. Uh, and he is going to lead the company's worldwide finance organization, which includes corporate real estate, corporate strategy, and business development, enterprise controllership, enterprise technology, financial planning and analysis, global product and labor standards, global security, investor relations, risk management, and tax and treasury. All right. Uh, so that is exciting. That sounds like a terrible job. It does. But you know <laughs> what? I, I take a I took a look at his salary. Yeah. And it's not that bad of no. a deal. So he gets an annual salary of $2 million. Woo. He got a one-time $3 million signing bonus. Okay. Right? He gets an annual performance-based bonus, which is no less than 200% of his annual base salary from the preceding year. He also has a long-term incentive award that has a target value of 575 percent of his base salary for each fiscal year, and then he has a one-time uh, long-term incentive stock units with a target value of 14 million dollars. Wow! So this guy is is poised to make
1: he's doing okay. I don't know,
0: 15 million a year bonuses right. and right. and whatnot.
1: And he could work for three years and then retire forever.
0: Well, there's also rumor that they might be bringing him in as a potential CEO to replace Mm. Bob Iger. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Right. Hey, how about some universal news?
1: Sure. Uh, The opening date and the name of the new Universal Orlando Hotel on Epic Boulevard has been revealed by the Lowe's Hotel website.
0: That's right. They're going to be Lowe's properties and they are a pair of towers. They're going to be covered in reflective tiles. They're going to be located near the Epic Universe Park. And they're going to be named Universal Stella Nova Resort. Uh, the other one will be Universal Terra Luna Resort. Now, those names do sound a little bit celestial. Mm-hmm. And there is going to be a celestial section of the new Epic Universe uh Park. Okay. Both hotels have scheduled opening dates of January twenty first of twenty twenty five. Epic Universe is scheduled to open later that summer. Uh, if you go out to the Lowe's hotels, uh, you can find the landing page that includes concept art for these new resorts. Uh, they're going to be colorful hotels with uh, uh, wide open areas, uh, quick service dining locations, uh, and and whatnot. So um, they're going to have check in at four, check out at eleven. per day self-parking, $45 a day guest parking um, for – oh, day guest parking is $45. Mm -hmm. Uh, No pets will be permitted. Of course, service dogs are. You have to be 21 to book a hotel room, uh, and they will charge $20 extra per adult uh, if you have more than two adults per room. Okay. We will be back on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (coughs)